This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday, Laura. What's going on? Oh, you know, us just saying we're exhausted, wish it was the weekend, same old life. (laughs) Oh man. We, I feel like this is just like, we could actually pre-record this part where we're like, oh, it's been a week and it's only Monday or it's only Tuesday, literally every week. So true. And then I like got, I've been like so excited or I've been so exhausted. I didn't have time to like, really like go around and search for anything like to chat about for the podcast. And then I had found, I was like, oh, I found this um, thing about Weight Watchers that I was going to talk about because I hadn't heard anything about it. And then I saw it was like from March 7th. So I was like, oh, well, so what was news, it? This news is like a month old. So never mind. I guess it's not. Well, I, need, I need like the lowdown. Like, what's like in a nutshell? What was it? Um, what was the news? I, w- oh, I didn't even keep the link open. But basically, Weight Watchers bought a company called, I think it's called Sequence or something for like 100 million bucks or something. And it's basically this tele telehealth platform that basically helps you move toward like, like they're basically going to be able to offer prescription weight loss drugs. Oh, I think I did read this because like the whole Ozempic and all of that, the Mongiorno or whatever it's called, they're big right now. So they're getting into that. Are they going to be able to like, is it like a membership? Like if I pay you 30 months, I can do that. Or it's like, no, you're still going to have to pay full price. That, I mean, I don't, I think this is like somewhere down the road. I don't think this is anything they're just like prepared to offer like right away. But I also think this is like completely against everything that like Weight Watchers has always tried to like stand for. Yep. So I think this is um, a very interesting move if they go this route. Um, but yeah, I had like, I found this and I was like starting to read stuff and I was like, oh, I'm going to bring this up. And then I like, I was like, when did this, like, when did this happen? And then like the article was dated like March 7th. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, apparently I missed that a month ago. <laughs> yeah. So I had read that too. And I thought the same thing. Like, I was like, this doesn't really feel like this feels like they're going in a completely different direction and like nothing like their business model has been for 
decades, you know? Yeah. And then I started seeing people on Instagram writing about their workshops closing too. And it seems like a lot of their like freestanding Weight Watchers buildings are closing and they're just going to be like rent. So they'll like rent space in a church or something to host meetings, but it's definitely different. And I'm sure that saves them a ton of space, but yeah, like all of my meetings that I used to go to like no longer exist. And it's crazy. It's like, we talked you know, a year or so about Weight Watchers and our opinions about how they need, you know, to freshen up and do something new. And they've done the same business model type thing for years, but I just don't know if this is what they needed to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, cause I, obviously I'm not against any weight loss. Um, dr- well, I mean, I'm sure I'm against some dr- weight loss drugs, but like, I'm not against like those that are doing like the Ozempic and things like that. As I had mentioned, like it was something I had like briefly looked into, but as somebody who has been a big part of Weight Watchers in that community and know the program in the past very well, I'm just shocked that they would go this route. And I don't know what they're really going to do with this, but it will be interesting. Oh, okay. So I just went to the Sequence website because I was just curious. And right when you go to their website, at the top, there's a big bar that says, Sequence is joining Weight Watchers. Read a note from the Sequence team. So I guess this is definitely going to be part of. Because what I'm confused about is like, there are two very, two very different ways that you can lose weight and you can lose weight on both. You will lose weight on like Ozempic or one of those drugs. You can lose weight on Weight Watchers if you do what you're supposed to do. But I'm just like, so are they doing this so that they, for their marketing, they can be like, oh, look at so-and-so lost a hundred pounds on Weight Watchers. And it's like, actually, no, they didn't. They were t- injecting themselves with these drugs that like definitely cause well, weight loss. That's the thing is I think it's going to be, so I have, when I have looked into some of these, um, com- like there's these websites, which as I'm looking at this sequence website, I've seen websites very similar to this. So it's basically a weight loss program. You get like your nutrition plan, a fitness plan. You have like check-ins with some like nurse, you're like assigned nurse or whatever you want to call them. And then if appropriate, they might prescribe you these certain weight loss medications. So I'm assuming this is going to be something similar where that nutrition plan that you're doing is going to be Weight Watchers. And if you decide you want to pay this much more, like, so what I'm looking at is like, for sequence, like it was $49 a month and then $99 a month after that. And, but that's probably not including your medications. No, and that medication's expensive. I can't imagine um, that they have some smoking deal to get it for way cheaper than you can get it anywhere else. That would no, I think so. I think it's going to be all of the typical WW stuff that they already have. And this will be some type of add on feature that you can possibly get. Gotcha. So, I mean, and that's just honestly my alleged guess. I, yeah, and I think any, I think anytime a company comes out and does something that's like totally different, you're going to be like, what, why? And it does feel a little weird, but I mean, Weight Watchers was dying. Like that company was like so ancient and in the past, like if they want to survive, like they're going to have to do something else, yeah. you know? So I don't totally knock them for doing it. It's definitely like a very popular weight loss option that people are doing right now, but it's also a very expensive yeah. option. If everybody could afford it, everybody would be doing it, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. But how was your weekend? 
Weekend was good. Um, it flew by. Uh, Friday basically still just had a lot going on at work. So when I typically work only until one on Fridays, I ended up working kind of late that day. Um, so what Jeff and I had kind of had planned, we ended up just switching it up. We were both kind of just tired and we we're like, let's just go to the circle, go to dinner, have dinner, go have a drink somewhere, kind of walk around and then just head home. So that's what we did. Um, and we're, but it's like baseball seasons kicked off. So we're kind of in like full, like baseball mode for now while we still are like excited that the season started still new and exciting exactly so are your angels starting out really good oh good awesome they've been playing really well yay so um all is good I mean by the time this airs I I could be (laughs) it could be a different story they've lost every game since (laughs) (laughs) I know hopefully I'm not jinxing it but so that so we've been kind of just like wanting to like and the weather was like super nice this weekend. So we like sat out in the backyard and watched games and stuff. But uh, last week, Annie turned 40. So the weekend kind of was a lot of celebrating her this last weekend. So um, yeah, Saturday started off getting my nails done. I binged all of the Love is Blind episodes, which we'll get into that later on. Yeah. And then um, that night we went to this Argentine restaurant called Gaucho Grill um love their coffee what is that in La Palma there's a few locations so I don't know we went to one in Buena Park oh yeah Uh, so that's like right by where I used to live yeah it's right off of Valley View yep yeah it's off of Valley View and like Orange Thorpe or something nice I've never been there it's like newer yeah so um we had like some starters that were really good their empanadas were amazing their cocktails were really good the dinner that Jeff and I shared, we thought was just like, whatever, like it was okay. But, um, everybody really liked the food and stuff. So I would definitely go back. Um, and then after that we went to, cause there was like 12 of us. And then we went, um, and rented a karaoke room at this place called EKO karaoke lounge, which is like just down the street from there as well. Um, and I don't even know if like our karaoke, like, rooms like is that a thing in other places is that a thing because I know that it's only become like more of a thing around in recent five ten years I know before that this was like something you would only find if you went to like Koreatown or something like that but yes I don't know I personally have never been to one but Uh I know I know of people that have gone to them and do them so I don't know how common they are or if it's a thing outside of California or if it's a California or not but I mean sounds like a blast there's so much fun. And I think it's great for people who like, might not like to like, there's people that if you went out to a bar that was offering karaoke, like, you'd be like, uh, no, thank you. But if it was just like our group of friends, because basically, if this isn't, I'm going to explain this for those who don't know what I'm talking about, is there basically these places that and there's like little rooms and some rooms only fit like six people, some rooms fit up to like 20 people. They just vary and they have like couches and tables. And then you have a button in your room. So you can hit the button and the bar, the uh, wait staff will come and bring you drinks and take drink orders. And then you have your whole karaoke set up in your room. So all the rooms are like soundproof. And do they set up like a vibe? Like, is it like dark with lights in there and stuff? Oh yeah. There's it? like, oh, there's fun. like disco-y ball. Like there's all sorts of like lights and stuff. You're How definitely, fun. it's a total vibe. And, um, so I think we, we'd rented the space for two hours, but we ended up running it for three because it went by really fast. And we were like, it was like <laughs> 1130. We were now we're like one more hour. 
so um so it's definitely a lot of fun I don't know what so I'm a big karaoke fan I don't know what it is because I have like crippling anxiety when it comes to me having to present something at work or in any other type of public situation but for some reason (laughs) I have no problem singing in front of other people even though it's not even that I have like a good voice like I literally have a bad voice but I still it doesn't really phase me to do karaoke like but you know like every song on the planet well so then that's what I was wondering I was like is it because of the confidence I have in knowing lyrics and knowing I have a screen in front of me that I can just read the lyrics versus like in a work setting you like don't feel maybe as confident about like what you're talking about and people might ask questions and you might sound stupid and you might fumble your words like I don't know I am not confident in karaoke like in my car by (laughs) myself like yes I'm like the best like car singer in the world but like (laughs) singing in front of literally anybody else I don't know why I care because karaoke is not supposed to be a thing where you're actually showing off like your American Idol no I think it's ridiculous the people that take it too serious like I do like I'm like I just get so nervous like going up in front of like people I know and like singing but have and... you did you karaoke at my house when I we think I like, might have done a song or two but like not by myself like I think we did like group songs so y'all do like group song yeah in that setting but you're not gonna like be like hand me the mic yeah hell no well I mean there was definitely so there was like 12 of us <laughs> Annie and I definitely steamrolled the karaoke room her and I probably <laughs> sang like 70 percent of the time <laughs> um and then after that Jeff and Brian sang a few and like but there was like, I think two people who didn't sing at all. And then there was like a couple of people that sang like one or two songs. But like, basically it was me and Annie just kept adding songs to the list. <laughs> and we sang a lot. But it. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's uh, definitely fun for like a group outing. Um, so that was Saturday night. Then Sunday, just kind of did stuff around the house. We went, or I went to go, Jeff wanted to plant our vegetable garden and get that done. So he did that. And I went to the movies by myself. I went and saw the new Scream movie. And then that night- Was we it went. good? I really liked it. Yeah. It okay. Was, yeah. I'm a big fan of the Scream movies though. So, and I had really liked the last one too, but. um, And then, yeah, that night we just went to a restaurant called King's Fish House. We went for Annie's birthday, like for our family dinner. And that was like with her mom and Jeff's mom. And um, I always get excited about going to a seafood restaurant because I never get to do it with Jeff. So <laughs> anytime people are like, hey, you want to go get seafood? I'm like, yes. Absolutely. So we like got a big old seafood tower and annihilated Yum. that thing. And I was ha- I realized how much I love anytime I've had them and it's not it's only been like in a setting where like somebody got like a seafood tower or something, which isn't very often. But raw scallops are like I think I like scallops more than oysters we had some they're so good color scallops um on Sunday night and I was like oh these are so good I think I like this more than oysters but <laughs> it was funny I went ahead from saying I hadn't had oysters in forever to I feel like I had oysters like four or five times in the last month you're like I am an oyster yeah <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity just keeps happening and I'm not mad at it I love it how was your weekend my weekend was good. Um, speaking of oysters, we went to, we like never go to happy hour. Like I used to go to happy hour all the time. It used to be my thing. Like uh-huh. when I actually worked in an office five days a week, I was like so antsy to like go out and have like a 
cocktail and like an appetizer somewhere after work. Like it used to be my thing. Like we never do it. I'm never like craving that really anymore. But um, because I was leaving last weekend, he was like, Jordan was like, let's like go out. Let's do something different. So we found this like oyster bar place and went and had some oysters and wine. And that was a lot of fun. Oh, is this the place that's in Costa Mesa? I think it's in that shopping center where we went shopping for our. Uh, yes. It's like with all that furniture. Yes. Where we went for shopping yes. for our house. Yes. Okay. Um, the so- It's like the SoCo. Yes. Shopping center. Yeah. Yep, it's there. It's called Shucks. It was very good. Um, We had a lot of fun. They do a good happy hour. Like I just, I like a place where you can get a deal. Even if it's not like a, a million dollars off, it's where you could bring our own bottle of wine, which was love nice. It. I'm like starting to see that more and I love it. Like if I find a place where you can bring your own bottle of wine with no corkage fee, like I'm, I'm, I'm there. That's so funny. So Sunday, it's like in the afternoon, Jeff and I, we were like sitting in the backyard watching the angel game and like something like just registered in my mind. I was like, I feel like I remember hearing that King's Fish House doesn't do a corkage fee. And I was like, and I'm like trying to look and I wasn't finding anything super clear online. So I call them and I'm like, hey, I was just curious what your corkage fee situation is. And they were like, oh, it's actually um, no corkage fee for up to 10 bottles. And I was like, oh my God, usually it's like two. I was like 10. I was like, that's Dang. crazy. So I was like, well, I guess I'll bring a cup. So we brought a couple bottles of wine because I was like, save some money and like oh, yeah. not have to buy alcohol for all of us tonight. So we brought wine and we had all that covered and it was perfect. Nice. That's smart. That's good to know. Yeah. Cause the yeah. last time I went to King's fish house, it was expensive. Yeah. I mean, it was still pricey. So it was nice that like literally that we didn't, nobody, we didn't have to purchase any alcohol cause yeah, you probably we had brought wine. So we were good. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's fun. We did a little, that was like my Thursday. We went to happy hour kind of to kick off my long weekend and spend a little bit of time together before I left. And then I left Friday for um, the seventh annual girls weekend. Um, So with my aunt and a couple of my cousins and some family friends that are, you know, like they're like family. We know we've known them for years and years and years. Um, We do a girls weekend every year. This year was the second year that we did it in Marietta, which is out near like the Temecula wine country in California Mm -hmm. um, at one of our friends' houses. And it's just such a nice trip. It's like, we are, we range in ages. Like I am the baby of the group at 36 and it goes all the way up to like my aunt and her best friend who are in their mid seventies. Like it's this range of ages, but we just have the best time together. It's been the same group for seven years. We've definitely weeded like some people out of the group that are like, Nope, you're not girls, girls weekend worthy. Like you cause drama. Like we don't. How do I apply? Oh my God, you can totally apply. I'll send you an application. <laughs> Thank you. Um, It's just like, we just, there's zero drama. Like there was drama the first couple of years with like certain people. And we were just like, we can't do that this weekend. Yeah, like no. it's not the weekend for it. Um, So it's just so much fun. The first night we had done this last year too and had such a good time. It's expensive, but it was like, it's like an activity that you can do at home. So we hired a hibachi guy to come and do like cook a full blown hibachi dinner, like the whole thing. It was so good. It's like you get like the soup first and then we did like these shrimp dynamite appetizers and then you get the fried rice and they light it on fire with an onion tower. Like they do the whole thing, like exactly how it would be at like Benihana's or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just spend the weekend like dancing, drinking, singing, talking, laughing. Like I feel like I leave that weekend with abs. Like I laughed so hard. 
Um, Saturday was so really fun. nice. Like we went real hard on Friday, especially me. So like Saturday was a little bit of a struggle. <laughs> I feel like I'm like regressing. Like I feel like when you first start drinking, like when you're 21, you like don't know better. You just go too hard and then you ruin like the rest of your trip or whatever. I feel like I learned like over the years, like not to do that. And now I feel like <laughs> I've regressed the past couple of times I've drank. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like str- struggling, like I could only drink water on Saturday. I was dying, but it was so nice. It was like the perfect weather. We have not had perfect weather in Southern California on a weekend mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, um, Saturday so and Sunday out. were gorgeous. It was so nice. We just like sat in the jacuzzi in the morning and it was so, it was just perfect. Like it was so nice to, we were outside all day Saturday, like not even like adventuring outside, just like being outside all day never went inside it was just it was such a perfect trip I look forward to every year we're talking about possibly switching it up and doing like big bear or something next year so that would be fun um and then I ended up taking Monday so I had Friday off work already we get the Friday of spring break off so that worked out good for my trip yeah and then I ended up taking Monday off too to give myself a four-day weekend and then I felt like I had like a day after the trip to like still feel like a weekend um so that was really nice um but I woke up in a, such a bad mood <laughs> like, oh I was like oh my god I was awful yesterday like first of all I did not sleep well at all like really really bad and ended up having to work like the whole morning anyways even though I was off I felt super heavy and bloated from the weekend and you know like that feeling where you're just yep. like you're like, oh, you're just bodies angry at you for how you treat yes. it. All so it was like that. And then I also like, even though it was a day off, like I still had things I had to do because I wasn't home on the weekend. Yeah. And so I was just like, this doesn't even feel like a day off. Like mentally I was struggling like so hardcore and I went to the gym and you sent like Laura actually sent me one of our old like um WOM quotes, the staff yeah. quotes that I've done. And she's like, remember this. It was something that had to do with like, set how you how you can set the tone for your day with like your first thoughts in the morning or something and I was like she's right well because I you kept telling me how bad of a day you were having and you post about it on Instagram I was like I swear we had a Steph quote like a month or two ago so I just like started scrolling our Instagram like I was like (laughs) I know there was a good one that will work for this and I like looked and I was like perfect and then I sent it to her it totally helped because I'm like oh my god and it had to do with like deciding like it's your choice how how your day is going to go basically with like the thoughts that you have and yeah. I was just like I need to snap out of this so especially because like- you weren't like I mean you were obviously annoyed at the fact that you're having to work but like you felt like you had already like started the day off feeling like so it was just that was just adding on to it and it was like you weren't really having a like anything to pinpoint no. the mood to so it was really just like it was I like my thoughts were it. just spiraling it was like yeah. oh and this too like everything yeah. you know um so yeah started my day off was like not didn't start out the way I wanted to but ended fine I got a whole bunch of stuff done and then ended up watching the um the March Madness championship game that night so that was fun we did a we just got pizza delivered and wanted to watch that and I was really impressed because I don't follow college basketball whatsoever but like I kind of get into it in March Madness but not like to the point where I want to watch every game like I just like like if we're out I like catching a game or if there's nothing else on at home and it's a team that sounds like it might be fun I don't mind but then it's like the championship game like I had to text Laura last week and I'm like can we move our 
reporting to Tuesday and she's like yeah that's fine I'm like I just feel like I'm gonna have FOMO if I don't watch the game like I like literally don't even care I just feel like I'm gonna have FOMO if I don't so um did that and then back at work today and that that's my weekend yeah (laughs) um I saw Jordan went to like a work event for did you go to that or I did not go. So he was in the office all day yesterday. So he was like already there by the time the event happened. And I was just like, there's, if he's already there, there's no point of, of me going, but yeah, they did. They did a little, like, um, they had a keg and dinner and some like game. Oh, they had a mechanical bowl. For some reason they made it a March madness championship slash like country theme. I saw because they had like I saw they had like barbecue and PBR and barbecue PBR, a mechanical bowl outside and like a country, somebody like singing country music and they were giving away um, stagecoach tickets. There was like some contest for stagecoach tickets. Oh. So um, yeah, I don't really know like the connection there unless maybe they just had the stagecoach tickets and they're like, we're going to put it all together or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, that was fun that, um, that he got to do that too um but no I did not did not partake in that event okay what's Um, up with your do you have any surgery updates surgery updates not really just kind of working on the plan um I did start stocking up on some things that I'm gonna need for my liquid stage um I wanted to I bought some of these I basically I had had to get um I was placing an Instacart order over the weekend and I had to get it to like a certain amount for me to get a discount that I wanted to get. And so I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to get like a case of the Gatorade Zeros and see how I like those because those are like something that they recommend when you're on the liquid diet. And then I saw that they also have them in powder form. So I basically just got like all sorts of random stuff. Just so I could just like and don't like. Exactly. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try some different things, see what I like. I started stocking up on some bone broth. I'm really pissed off because I cannot find the protein shake I want. Which like, one do you want? I want the Fair Life. I, I can't find it either. I'm really mad. It's why like do, why does like everybody post that it's at their Costco and it's like at none of the Costco's by us? It's not at Costco. It's not at Sam's. I had my mom look at Sam's Club. Nothing. I was thinking of calling the business center because I know they just have like more stuff and seeing if maybe they have it. But I was like, that was a little, I mean, I like Premier Protein, so I'll do that if I have to, but I really like the Fair Life and that's what I want to drink. And if that's all I can freaking drink, like, I'm like, do I like it enough where I'm willing to spend? Because I found like you could get like 24 for like, it was like 55, 60 bucks on Amazon. And I'm okay. like, that's that sounds a lot, like a lot though. A lot more than what you pay if you got it at Costco. But at the same time, like, it's not like you're going to have the luxury of being like, no, I don't feel like a protein shake to like today. I'd rather have And that's what else. I'm thinking. It's like, I'll go spend $50 on dinner. So I think I could go spend $50 on like protein shakes that I know I like that are literally going to be my. Exactly. Like, main it's meal. so weird. I'm like on their website right now and I'm like, they have to have, oh, okay. They do find it a store near you. Cause I was like, they have to have like a store locator. Well, I was hoping they just had like a direct, like where you could just order through them and you can't. Yeah. So I mean, their website kind of sucks. Oh, it says find online. So they have it at the Amazon fresh stores. So you could go to the Amazon fresh store in Irvine and they have it. 
Those huh. are the only three places near you is the Amazon Fresh stores in Irvine, Fullerton, and Huntington Beach. So it's not even popping up as like Costco or... Oh, interesting. Nope, not near us. I wonder why. Okay, I wonder. I'll have to see how much it is at the Amazon Fresh store. Is the Amazon Fresh store is the ones that like you can literally just like walk out of the store and not pay and like they know how to charge it to your account or something? Or is that not that? Well, I think you still, I think you still have like an iPad that you're like scanning things on. Oh. Like, you're, I don't think you just walk out and they're like, oh, like, Stephanie was here. AI is not that good yet. They, they're not like, oh, thank you, Laura. <laughs> no, I think um, if I remember correctly, I think, well, I don't know. I haven't actually been, but from what I understand is I think you have like some type of iPad or there's like some computer on your shopping cart. I don't really know. And you like scan the items and like, you just do everything on your own there. Well, this is fun. You're going to be able to get your protein shakes and experience Amazon Fresh for the first time. I mean, maybe I'll try to go tomorrow on my way home from work because it's like right on my way. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I'm going to check this out. And I I might have to go try because I've been dying to try them. I've never tried them, but I've heard they're like the best protein shakes out there. So I really like like them them a lot. My friend Nicole um, basically let me try the chocolate and the um, caramel. And the chocolate was really good. The caramel was good too. It was just not like, I not something I think I want to have a whole drink of, right. but I was like, this will be so good in coffee. Yes. It's almost like a creamer. Exactly. So I was like that when I'm back to drinking like coffee again and stuff, that will be. Um, Speaking of drinks, coffee. one of our um, listeners, actually, Tammy, she recently had the VSG surgery. And she just posted a drink today. That's the premier protein brand, but it's like a clear drink. And I want to say it had like 10 or 20 grams of protein. They do have clear, they're like punch it. They're not, not like punch, but it's like, they're like fruity Fruity flavors. Yeah. 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 It's like vitamin water type drinks, but like with protein. Yes. I have never had one. I am very curious. The thing is, is they don't make it easy for you to like just try them. They want you to buy like a four pack at least for 20 bucks. It's like, I want- You should reach out to her because she wrote something on one of her posts about um like trying all the samples she's received over the last month or something. So like, I don't know if like her doctor's office hooked her up with like samples I or would, if she reached I out. I would but- love if there was a company that would be like, here's every freaking protein shake, try them all. Like, cause there's even, um, like supposedly flavorless, like protein powder that you can just like add to things. But I'm like, I have no belief in my mind that that is flavorless. And I still right. think it's because if it was flavorless, why would we not add it to everything to hit our protein goals? Although collagen is flavorless. Like when you put collagen in coffee, like it doesn't. I just don't believe it for protein though. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's probably the because why nobody nobody's talking about it. Wouldn't everybody be talking about it? True. Like I feel like this is not something enough people are talking about. And if I could be getting in all that extra protein by throwing it in anything and everything, like why would we not? You make like fried chicken, like the batters, like protein. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Protein fried chicken, but (laughs) I mean, I don't know. So. Anyways, yeah, other than that, I meet with my surgeon next week. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Um, because last time him and I had our one-on-one, I had might have been when I had COVID. Or maybe I didn't have co- no, I haven't had COVID since I started this. I think I was just sick. So I had to switch it to like a like we've had to do like phone calls. 
So this will be my first time actually finally getting to meet him in person. Oh, nice. That's so, exciting. Yep. And then, but I mean, I don't think I'm going to have too many updates until my surgery, just little things here and there, but it's like coming quick. I mean, we're like a month away. I know you posted yesterday. You had like, you're like, it was like 35 days away or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, because they scheduled you so quick, like it's going to, it's just going to fly by. Like it's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. Cause by the time this episode airs, it's going to be more like already like 25 days. So yep. That's crazy. How are you so feeling now, after the weekend? <laughs> I mean, after the weekend, very, very heavy, like very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did like um a second round of my tea that I don't I was like, I just thought about it yesterday. I was like, you know what I should do? Like I feel like shit after the weekend. I should just like do a little cleanse and then like at least I'll be feeling like less bloated and stuff. So I didn't yeah. it work, but um I am up on the scale, still down from where I started six months ago, but up more than I want to be. And we talked about that last week about how I've just like kind of let things like go to unaccounted for and kind of spiral a little bit. Um, so I've been checking in with my coach to help realign my goals. Like one of the goals that I talked about was like, not to drink Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And for the most part, I, I don't anyways, unless I have plans. Um, like if you and I go out to dinner, if I meet a friend for dinner, like I'm not just sitting at home drinking on weekdays though. Yeah. Um, so for the most part, that's easy for me, but I am finding myself like struggling with discipline. Like, no, I, I made a, like commitment to not drink Monday through Thursday but like then last Thursday we went to happy hour and I had two glasses of wine and it's like part of the one of the reasons that people lose weight is discipline like you have to say something and then stick to it and you're not going to not have fun because you don't have a glass of wine although with oysters that sounds awful to not have a glass of wine but it's like (laughs) I just like I'm struggling with like being fully disciplined and being like it's just Monday through Thursday. Like I can like have wine on the weekends or whatever, like just stick to it. And part of why I'm going to lose weight is because I'm sticking to these things that I'm saying I'm going to do. To be fair, you have it easier than I do. Like Jordan doesn't even really want to drink that much. (laughs) He really doesn't. I'm with a man who's like, yeah, let's have a drink. Jeff, all you hear is like the sound of a cocktail shaker all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, at least if Jordan, you were like, I don't think we should drink. Jordan would be like, okay, like, yeah, fine with me. Or Jeff's like, (laughs) <laughs> he's like you really don't want a lemon drop you're like oh Josh. now the more we're talking about it I'm like about to text him and be like can you go a lemon drop <laughs> oh my god but it's just yeah I've had way too many like oh this one day won't hurt or this one one meal won't hurt um and those days and meals like spiral and so that's kind of where I've been is like I have not tracked regularly in a long time now and I'm just letting myself like it's easier for me to do what I'm supposed to do on weekdays and then on weekends I'm just like full blown out of control so I'm really needing to and working on gaining some discipline back and realigning with my goals because I was doing so well and I've gained some of the weight back that I lost and it's like like I just get so frustrated with myself but then it scares me too it, like it yeah. scares me because this is like the vicious cycle I've always had of like I do so freaking well and I kill it and then the second I stop and I get I get off of it or I go on a vacation or the holidays come or something I don't kill it anymore and then it takes me months to like give a shit again yeah. And after and it's that of- time of year. So, I mean, you're about to go to your parents and that like, you have a lot of stuff that it's just going to keep coming up. So 
it's just, you're going to continually have that excuse if you, and I mean, I know I'm like preaching. Like, but that's why I think like those little things. And that's what she was trying to tell me is like, what's one small thing you can commit to, to like, and I was like, oh, well, I can definitely like not drink Monday through Thursday. Like, yeah. and in my mind, I really thought like I can have the discipline to like go to, you know, OC for dinner and not drink wine. And I'm like, I have not proven that I have that discipline yet. Um, if I go out to dinner, I definitely want a glass yeah. of wine, but I need, I need to like, just be okay with being like ordering a diet Coke or something and just being like, yeah, I'm not drinking on weekdays. Like nobody's going to care if I'm drinking on weekdays or not. But well, and um, that's, I mean, and that's what somebody was like, aren't you like so worried about like, and I'm like, honestly, like I, some days I'm not in the mood to drink and I have no problem saying no. Like I still can equally have fun. Like I really, I just really do enjoy having a drink. So yeah, I have no social thing. Like, it's just fun. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I, like, did I talk I about hate... how I had put water in a wine glass with like all of yep. stuff? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to be asking for like Maybe the fanciest water. I'm going to be asking every bartender. Can you just make me the fanciest water <laughs> you can think of? Yes. So that I can just feel like I'm still having something special. Exactly. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, so yeah, I just, I want to feel good. I want to look good. I want to be on my mental health a game. And I'm like, all like, I don't feel good when I come home and I'm bloated and feel just like disgusting. Like that feeling when you're bloated after a crazy weekend and you feel like you've ruined everything and you're like 300 pounds heavier than you were on Friday is like the weirdest feeling. And it's just when you start like seeing things in yourself changing again and you're like, oh, like I'm bigger here, I'm bigger there again. And then it like does affect your mental health too. You know, it's like you put on clothes and they don't fit the same and you feel like shit or whatever it is. It it just, it affects all of it. And it's not good when you're not trying your best to feel and look and, you know, mentally be the best, um, at your game so um and in a couple months we're gonna want to go bridesmaid dress shopping my god seriously and I've been like I haven't even looked at dresses like I don't even know what style I like nothing because I'm like when I first like got the bridesmaid thing from you I'm like oh I'm gonna be like so much smaller by the time this wedding comes like I can't even think about dresses yet because I'm gonna (laughs) be like a total yeah right um but I'm trying to get back on track. I tracked everything today. I was so proud of myself. I had so much protein today. I was over my protein. It's been a long time since I've been over my protein. Nice. Um, so I did like so good today and it's just one day at a time. Like today 
is going to help me do better tomorrow, which is going to help me do better Wednesday. And I'm going to be a week in and then I can tackle the weekend when it comes. So it's like each day matters. And it felt good to be like back on track for this one day, even though mentally I could not go to the gym today. So I did not. Um, and so my goals this week are just to eat at home Monday through Thursday. We already like meal plot meal plan and prep. <laughs> when I am um, Jordan hates grocery shopping, but when I got home on Sunday from girls weekend, he went to the grocery store with me. Like I was like, cause he misses, like we've kind of fallen off the eating at home on weekdays thing. Like we have a couple days, but not every weekday, but he was like, I kind of miss that too. So yeah, let's get back on it. So that helps taking my breakfast and lunch to work have all our dinners planned, focusing more on protein every meal and snack, like focusing on like, we really like, um, we've started buying the individual packets of beef jerky from Costco. Uh I think they're like 90 calories for a pack, but it's like a good protein source too. I've, you know, discovered there's a lot of good, like protein Greek yogurts that like are heavier on the protein. Um, and I recently discovered one it's called ratio. I think I want to say it's like 25 grams of protein in like a little container of yogurt and it actually tastes good. Like that's the thing. They're called ratio. Yeah. Ratio. Hmm, Um, I find them at target and really like them. So just try to find things that like have protein and can help me like not make it feel so overwhelming to like reach my protein goals because I'm eating things with a lot of protein and I'm still obsessed with those Costco individual chicken packets too. Like that's literally what I bring to lunch for work. I'm weird with cold chicken. So I heat it up at work and I bring a little like guac cup, like the individual guacamole cups. And I literally like sit there and dip my chicken in guacamole and it's so good. Okay. I'm looking at these ratio protein yogurts and I totally. Yes. Oh, cause those might be good for you when you can. Yeah. Doing no, that's too. why I'm like, I'm looking at these. They're 25 grams for a cup for yeah. one of the little cups. Uh, I don't find like, I don't find like a million flavors of it. Like, I think I've only had their coconut and their strawberry, but both are really good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, according, so it looks like, but when I Google it, it's showing up as basically Target and Walmart is the main places, but I'm seeing like strawberry, vanilla, blueberry, key lime, coconut. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Definitely worth a try. Cause I was very like, even Jordan, the first time I bought it, he's like, oh, he's like, usually when things like have that much protein in it, it's like not good, you know? Yeah. And um, I think they're delicious. So I really like that. All right, so I'll trying to like think when I go to the store of like protein heavy options for like all of my meals. Um, and I'm sure you're going to start helping me with this too, because you're going to have to focus like a lot on protein too. <laughs> yes. So maybe if you, anybody has any great high protein snack ideas, send them our way. Please do. <laughs> um, but on the topic of wellness, can we talk about supplements for a minute? Yeah, sure. Cause this came up this weekend a couple times, like in different conversations. And I was like, I feel like I'm like behind on like what I should be taking like <laughs> supplement wise. So basically I just started this year, like January 1st of this year, taking a woman's daily multivitamin. And it was only because my mom put it in my stocking and they were gummies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but I, I started it and I liked them and I got in a habit of doing it. And I, now I've bought them again because I ran out of the ones that she had. And so that's a part of my day now. So at 36 years old, I've started to take a woman's daily multivitamin. 
And then I've started doing, which I don't even know if you count these as supplements, but I've started doing greens daily to help like, cause I'm not a big like vegetable and fruit eater. So that helps. And then collagen in my coffee. And the reason that like this was so on my mind to talk about this, and I want to know what, what supplements you take too, is because of the collagen. So let's come back to the collagen, but I want to hear what you, what supplements you take daily. Honestly, the only thing I do right now is a daily multivitamin. Okay. I've done it daily. Like, cause I've numerous times in my life, I've like bought a vitamin and then it like, I do it for like a week or two. And then like, yeah, I stop and they go bad fair. and then I throw them away and then <laughs> I do it again like a year or two later but no four or five years now I've been consistently taking a daily multi like every day okay um you do like a chewy one or do you yeah do like it's a like spot? a gummy one which Same. I always am just like is this like am I getting anything from this I don't know like I'm just trying to be an adult I don't know it says you are uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, there is a lot. So that's going to be changing though. There is a lot you have to take after you have bariatric surgery. Because okay, you're just not, like, what, you're what just not getting, um, I don't, that's the thing. I need to confirm what all of my list is, but like there's um, typically like my surgeon's office, they sell an actual chewable that is for bariatric surgery. So it has all the things that you need, but because you got to think you're like, eating such low calorie, like you're not able to get a lot of certain foods at the time. Like, so you're not getting a lot of nutrients, like yeah. in the beginning, so you're especially. you're needing to supplement your body exactly. with that. That makes sense. So you're needing more iron and things like that. So I definitely know my supplements are going to be changing here shortly. I think I want to say they recommended I start taking some things like two weeks before my surgery. Oh. So um, that's all stuff I'll be confirming with him next week. Um, I like a few months ago, I literally spent a ton of money on one of those stupid, like hair and nail gummy things. <laughs> I have literally three big jars of it. So I probably have like six months at least supply of it. And I think I took it twice. And then I realized like, I'm not even going to start taking this because I'm not going to be able to take this when I have my surgery. So I literally oh, no. stopped. So now I have three full jars that are just like going to go to waste, but those are for hair and nails. Okay. Uh, but and so, so you didn't take it long enough to know if it like helps or not. No, I literally took it once. Because <laughs> I've always been curious about those. But okay, so I was, I looked at my cousin this weekend and I was like, oh my God, do you have hair extensions? Because she's had hair extensions before. So I can, I never know if she has hair extensions in her hair or not. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And I'm like, seriously, like her hair is long. Like her hair is like mine. Like it doesn't grow past a certain length and it's thick. And she also has like very fine hair like mine. And I'm like, oh my God, your hair looks so good. And somebody else mentioned it to her later in the weekend too. And so we started talking about it and we were like, what are you doing? And she like had no idea. Like she was like, I don't know. Like I'm not like doing anything to like try to make. <laughs> She's like shocked that like her hair looks, when we're like, no, your hair like seriously looks so much better. Looks so good. And so she's like, the only thing I can think about is collagen. Like I put yeah. two scoops of collagen in my coffee every single morning. And she's like, it, it, they say that it's supposed to help with that or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally think it's like helping her hair growth. Yeah. And the vital proteins collagen was my flavor of the week. One time I do still have it. I don't use it every day, mostly because I like forget to use it every day. Like I'm like running out the door with my coffee and I just don't forget, but I keep my greens on the counter. I hate things on the counter. But I yeah. keep my greens on the counter because I'm like, I already know I'm not going to do it if I, it's not like within view. 
And so that's on the counter. So I remember to do that every day. So I what if you get collagen. too cute? What if you get too cute jars to like put Khloe your Kardashian like glass cute jars? Yes, get too cute jars. Oh my god! Wait, do you still have your home goods gift card that I gave you? Yes. Then we, we still need to do our home goods yes, run. Yes, we do. And you could totally just dump them in there, have the little scoop in there or whatever, and then at least it looks cute on the counter. I love that idea, like way better. Cause I have like these two canisters that are ugly on my counter right now and I don't like it. But as soon as I saw her hair and heard that she's not doing anything weird and the only thing she can attribute it to is collagen in her coffee. I'm like, I'm drinking two scoops of collagen in my coffee every single day from now on. Collagen is expensive. So there's no point in doing it if you're not doing it consistently. Yeah. Like if you're just doing, like how many days a week do you think you do it right now? two <laughs> yeah see I feel like you're not gonna see the solid results by not doing it consistently yeah I'm seriously curious like now that it's on my counter and I know I'm gonna do it every day because I drink coffee every single day like am I gonna notice a change because I just saw her a couple months ago like two months ago and her hair looks so much better in two months and I'm just like I feel like I'm dreaming but I also hope it works so <laughs> I have that on my list of things to actually talk to my surgeon about. I want to make sure I can have it, but I want to, I want to avoid the hair loss situation and having my hair grow back be as like good as possible. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping I could, I want to just be proactive about it. So if I can, I want to be doing it and making that happen now. So I don't have to face hopefully too much hair loss. Yes. Um, well, I think we will probably put a poll up asking you guys what supplements you take, if there's anything we're missing and need to take. I know everybody has an opinion. Like there are people that are like us and just take a multivitamin. And then there are people that take B12, D this, whatever, whatever. And so I'm just curious what like the magic potion is that you guys (laughs) take. Um, so fill us in, let us know what's, what's missing in our lives. Um, sounds like I might be able to partake in some of that sooner than Laura will be able to partake in it, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to be told what I have to take. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not forever. Right. Is that just like, right now? I think there's forever? a lot of, there's a lot of stuff they want you to take for like the rest of your life. Okay. Cause you're, you are going to be eating like so much less. Yeah. And I'm and sure, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. TBD. Because I don't know. Yeah. TBD. Exactly. <laughs> well, I've been seeing moving, moving conversation somewhere else, Instagram. I've oh. been seeing a lot of creators venting about Instagram lately and it's made me like super nosy. Like when people start bitching and, and like moaning about Instagram, like I'm always like, Ooh, like what's wrong? Yeah. Cause we've talked about this where like you and I both go through phases where we're like super into Instagram and then we're just, we have no time or energy for Instagram, you right. know? Yeah. And I feel like I'm in the, the phase of no time and energy right now. Yeah. So I don't put as much. And you were doing it. so good. And I was loving all of your content. And now you're uh, bored again. I was doing so good, but man, like one bad week at work or like crazy hectic week at work can like literally ruin your yeah. drive when it comes to Instagram. And that's kind of yeah. what's happened. Um, but I've noticed like, so Instagram had this reels bonus program for, creators or some creators I'm not really sure how you how you got it or not but basically you could monetize reels yeah so no either because I know you got it like at least a year ago yeah I never got it Wom or Wom page got it once and that was in December I think yep and then so never it, got it again I don't yeah. understand like anything about it 
it made no sense. And you couldn't find information anywhere. They didn't advertise. This is what you have to do to get it. It was just like, I don't know. It didn't make a lot of sense, but basically to promote reels, like, and to get you to make, because people remember when reels first came out, people were like, this is dumb. Like we do this on TikTok. We're not doing this on Instagram. And that was the same thing with stories. Stories are dumb. We don't do this. We do this on Snapchat. Yes. Like, why do you try to be everybody else? So in order to incentivize like creators to be doing this on Instagram, they started this monetization program where you could film reels and get paid for it basically, like based on views. And there was like a lot of controversy around it because you could make money, but also people noticed that their views on their videos would like go down when they were a part of this program. So it's like, yes, they would pay you, but they're paying you the minimum because they're blocking your like real from show from being shown to like the masses because they don't want to pay you. How do we know our counts are even what they are? We don't. We're literally trusting that when they say we have 500,000 views on a reel, that we have 500,000 views on a reel. Like we just don't know. Could you imagine if they ever got sued for this and there was like a class action, I'd be like, pay up. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, I do remember hearing the same where it was like people were like I was getting insane views. They offered me this bonus program. I start doing it and my view counts went way down. It's insane how much power their algorithm and an algorithm like yes, it's like man-made. Like they have to like go in and code and tell like the computer or whatever the program like how the algorithm works, but like how much power and algorithm which isn't even like a human (laughs) no has like when it comes and people do this as a business so like you and I get frustrated when we put effort into like a reel that for the most part we're just doing for fun like we hope it brings people to our page to find at the same time like we do try to monetize our podcast and we do a lot of our social media to help with the podcast exactly and I'm like there are people that have like quit their jobs to make Instagram their jobs as influencers or creators or whatever. And it's like, then Instagram tells them, oh, hey, join this program. So, you know, we'll pay you for your reels and then stop showing their reels to anybody. Like I, they're like literally messing with people's livelihoods. And and not to mention how many people were, I mean, I know there was girls that were getting legit paychecks from that, like thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. And then they just decided- Oh, we're not going to, we're not doing that anymore. And it was literally like, there was no like lead up to it. It wasn't like, Oh, at the end of June and you know, next quarter, we're going to move it. It was like like days before. Yeah. I was like, Oh, we're not doing this anymore. Yes. So that was insane. So I think a lot of people are pissed about that. Um, And then even at our meetup, we were having a conversation with some of the girls there. And so many of us like have a following right on Instagram and want to do something with our following on Instagram, but just feel like, what's the point? Because Instagram only works against us. Like, why are we working so hard at something when it works so hard against us? Yeah. Do you feel the same way? Totally. No. I mean, just the way they constantly are changing things. Like just when you think you understand it and you feel like you're getting in a groove. So you start like doing things to go towards what we're being told is the thing that Instagram wants us to do, they change it again. Yep. And I know it's, I mean, I'm sure it's, they have to keep things changing. They got to keep things moving to keep relevant and to, cause I mean, I mean, 
if Instagram was still what it was 10 years ago, where it was no stories, no reels, no videos, literally just a post, I mean, would we all still be into it? We'd be over it by now, I'm sure. Because they have to keep up with the latest and greatest. Everybody was obsessed with TikTok, you know, during the pandemic and everything. And so they had to, they, they had to find a way to keep people there and like not move everybody over to TikTok. So it's like, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and then let's get into now they're wanting to for like now, I don't know how, I don't feel like we have any way of getting verified unless we pay now. You can't like, I, I think that is our only option. So Twitter moved into this format too, where they, like you can pay to verify your Twitter account, but yeah. they also are removing verifications from anybody that's not paying. So like there, it made the news on Twitter that like LeBron James and some other popular celebrity, like they're like, we're not paying $14 a month for a blue check mark. And so yeah. it's like, even these celebrities where it's like, oh my gosh, like you have to verify these kind of people because there's people like literally pretending to be them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, when I saw this monthly fee thing come out at first, I was like, this is super interesting. Cause I know like, like people die to have a check mark, right? Like they will like apply and apply. It's kind of like the ambassador thing, like how people wanted that yeah. title of being an ambassador, a WW ambassador. Like people want that blue check mark to be like, look, I'm a legit, whatever you're trying to be. Right. And, um, when they moved to the pay like the paid format for it like you can pay for a blue check mark like part of me was like hey that's kind of cool like if if you are using this as a business like I guess it wouldn't hurt but at the same time it feels like so predatory I guess like they're basically saying like we'll protect your account more if you pay us to do it but when you yeah totally that's the thing I think is crazy it's like oh you'll have more access to this like protection like our care team and blah 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 I don't know. It's, I feel like it's very like, cause I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, I like, I literally for myself, don't feel like I want to justify spending the 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, it doesn't make sense for Steph and I to do it for like the podcast. And like, at least we have it for there. And then it links out to uh, like, maybe it'll trickle. The benefits of that will trickle down into just me and you by default, not, yeah. the, not the benefits of thinking like, if something happened to my personal account, I would get the benefits, but I just People would find us through the podcast. Correct. So I was like, maybe that is a route for us to go, but it's just, it sucks. <laughs> just another $15 well, a month. I don't know. People are pissed it's too, worth. because the, the verification process, like you have to actually like upload your ID and blah, 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 blah. Um, but then it, to, in order to have the check mark, it puts your full legal name on your Instagram account. So now, and I mean, how I does that my- work for something for if it's like a business then? So we like, would it are- have to do. I don't know if we. I don't know if we would qualify to be verified on WOM, or if it would be one of us and it'd be my full name or your full name. Interesting. I don't know. I would have to look that. Uh, see, yeah, I don't know. If you can't, you totally if- see if let's say we did it and we got verified. And then in six months, nine months, we're like, this isn't freaking worth it. Let's just like cancel it. Can't you totally see Instagram like blacklisting us? And then all yes. of a sudden it's like, I can totally I don't even see want to mess with it. Like, yeah, I could totally be like, okay, we're not even getting views now. Like I could totally see like something like that happening where all of a sudden, because they're saying that if you're paying, 
you're also going to get seen by more accounts. Well, and I think like, cause I already have been like annoyed. Like when I, when I go through somebody's stories or something and I'm like, you paid for the verification thing. I'm so annoyed for you right now. But I think why I'm annoyed is I think people don't get it. I think people think like, oh, somebody's going to come across my page and I, they're going to see that I'm verified. So it's going to make like more people want to follow me or whatever, like thinking I'm like important because I have a check mark. And I'm like, that's literally not the point of their program. Like go read about this verification program. It has nothing to do with growing your account or anything. It's literally like having ac- direct access to Instagram if you get locked out of your account. Well, it does and- have a, something to do with growing your account because they're saying that you will be, they will push your stuff out to people more if you're verified. Which is so shady. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I already feel like bugged. Like I've, I've seen like more and more people have it. And I feel like it's for me, it's like I at this moment don't want it, but I'm also somebody that gets FOMO. And I feel like the more people that get it, I'm going to get to a place where it's like, well, I have to have it. And no offense. I don't want to pay $15 a month to Instagram. That's so dumb. I know. Like <sighs> by the time this airs, me and you will be verified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follow my verified account. Um, but I did think this would be a good time to share. I shared this with some of the people from our meetup, um, as well. Um, about some advice that I recently received regarding like finding your niche on Instagram and how like it just clicked with me. Like I hadn't thought about it yet. And I'm like, it makes total sense. Um, so if you are not following, um, Sam on Instagram, her Instagram, Samantha bow.dm, she's a digital marketer for Instagram and shares like all kinds of great content strategies, um, things like that on her page. There's lots of like good free nuggets there. Um, and she basically was telling me when we talked that like my account was created from the ground up in 2018, like yours was years before me, but same thing. And it was created as a Weight Watchers journal. Like yeah. I wasn't trying to be an influencer. I had a Weight Watchers account, right? It was like to document my weight life, my yeah. weight loss. So from 2018 to now, the majority of the people that follow me followed me initially because I gained the most of my followers from probably 2018 to 2020. Um, and they're all there for weight loss content. Like that's why they were there for the first, from the beginning. The yeah. what I eat in a days, the grocery hauls, the workouts, the how much I lost in a week, all of those things are why people originally followed me. And now that I've moved away from that and I talk about my podcast and I talk about living with my boyfriend and I talk about clothes and I talk about all these, you know, Orange County restaurants where if you don't live in Orange County, I don't really know how helpful it is to you. And it's like, no wonder nobody's liking my content or seeing my content or interacting with my content because it's not what they were originally there for you know and I know you have like some people that just like are like I love you for you like doesn't matter what you ever post like I'm (laughs) gonna follow you forever but clearly when you look at your engagement right there's more people that are not there for that reason than are you know and so this idea of working like hard harder to create content in a new niche and deleting like so she was basically like you have you have to either do one of two things she's like you have to either And this is only if you care. This is only if you care about growing your account and having an account that. Sure. That's getting the people that want to be there. She's like, you either have to start from scratch, which is scary. You either start a brand new page, figure out what your niche is. Are you an Orange County food blogger? Are you a fashion blogger? Like, what are you? What do you want to show on social media and start a brand new page from the ground up? Interact with only those types of accounts. Stop following 
stop making all of the people that you follow weight loss accounts. If you're not trying to be a weight loss account, blah, blah, blah. Or she's like, you do the same thing. So you, you go clean up who you're following and you unfollow people that are not in your niche and you go through the people that follow you and you delete dead accounts and blah, blah, blah. So that your engagement, like ultimately your followers go down. Yes. But your engagement should go up because you're deleting accounts that don't interact with you, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, both of those things are so scary when you've had an account that's been established for so long, but it makes perfect sense to me too. Yeah. Cause I remember you were like, Oh, you were like, I freaking have finally been like over 15,000. And then you went through and started just like deleting people and like, well, there went that, but it makes yep. sense. And I met, I went from like almost 15,000 to 13.7 and I probably could delete more people, but I'm like, like I've like really gone overboard with this whole thing but I'm like do you know how many like of those guys I've had that have followed me who are like not real so since you shared since you shared that with me like I used to just like they follow me whatever I just like move on with my day um now I'm like actually I once I see it in my follow showing like John Sampson is now following you and you can just (laughs) immediately tell it's a shady spam account um, I immediately just go in and block it so that it gets Same. removed and I just don't even let it live there anymore. Same. Um, and it, and it's like, it's hard to do because we used to think like what mattered was the number of followers and that that used to be what brands cared about and got you clout, whatever. And brands don't care about how many followers you have. They care about your engagement rate. So when she ran my engagement rate and told me, eh, you have some work to do with your engagement, right? I'm like, well, I can't think of a way to do it without deleting people that don't interact yeah. with me, you know? And I mean, honestly, it makes sense because we know it's out there where you can you can buy followers. Like that's a thing that's so, it makes sense that that would be something that they don't hold a lot of value yeah. with. And um, what was I going to say about that? Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> that's Okay. Yeah, no, I had, um, there's this girl that I knew from years ago. She went to high school with my ex-husband, not super good friends with her, but I was telling Laura recently, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed for this girl because she has like, I'm not really sure what her page is. Um, it's like kind of all over the place. She has 20,000 plus followers. The page is chaos. Chaos and averages like maybe six, not even likes, like six views on her reels, like I'm sorry, but those, those followers are purchased and, but you do, you whatever. Um, but then, so it's, it's always, I've kind of just always been like, oh, this girl, you know, but whatever you just watch it. But then she gets on Facebook last week and posts, um, this whole post about how she just got verified and she's not paying for it. She applied back in February and she finally got it. And I'm like, oh my God, does anybody believe her? Like, does anybody believe that this girl legitimately got verified with six views? Because as somebody who has looked into getting verified, <laughs> yeah, you, like you have to have like article, like you have to show that there's been like articles written about you. Yes. Like, like there's like all sorts of like requirements of things you have to show. And I'm like, can somebody talk about wine over matters? So I have some clout up in this bitch so I can get our podcast verified. Seriously. But it's, and I thought of what I was going to say. Is because remember also the big thing with people, I think a big reason why people bought a lot of followers back in the day also was because it was the coveted 
10,000 followers you wanted because that was the only way you were able to do a swipe up. Now everyone can add a link in their story. So it's not like as big of a deal anymore. But I remember like everybody wanted those 10,000 followers so that you could do a swipe up link. Exactly. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I think like ultimately what I what I got from her advice is that you have to know what your goal is. Because first of all, if you don't have a goal to monetize your account or be a good work with brands, do anything with your account, it doesn't really matter. Just leave your account alone. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but if you do have goals to monetize or work with brands or try to do something more with your account, like you kind of have to narrow down your niche, you know, because it's easy to get followers with a clear niche. We've all done this. Any of us that have had a Weight Watchers weight loss account, whatever, we've all learned how easy it is when our niche is clear and our niche is weight loss, how easy the people just pour in wanting to follow that, right? Yeah. And then when your niche changes and it's not weight loss and it's not Weight Watchers, and you're trying to figure out, am I going to share local Orange County stuff? Am I going to share clothes that I love? Am I going to share my times with my boyfriend and my best friend? Like when it's kind of all over the place, which mine is, but I like also kind of like enjoy it being that way. Like Me too. I just have to know it's not as easy to continue growing my page if I'm going to do that. I think there's that sweet spot because I do follow accounts for usually a specific niche, but I do like the content I'm getting for that niche, but then also feeling like I'm getting that personal lifestyle connection too. Like yeah. I like having a connection with the people I follow. Yes. And if it's, if there's, I don't feel like I know them. Like I just don't feel that. And I, that's something I personally like when I follow those. So that's I why totally I like agree. to share so much of my personal life because I love seeing that with other people too. And I agree. Like the person that just posts like, um, templates every day of like their workout and their weight loss. And it's like template, template, template. Like I could just never watch your stories and be perfectly fine. I don't care. No offense. But if you're showing me that you're at brunch with your mom and then you're doing this and you're at a workout class and this is what you're doing on the weekend. Like I want to follow along your weekend. Like, yes, exactly. So it, it is true. It's like, you I want to see you as a human, not just your stats. Yes, totally. Um, and then the last part of advice, just because I know some of us, so many of us have had WW accounts, her advice was like, she helps a lot of people that started as WW accounts. So her advice was like, you have to let it go. If you're not, if you're still on WW, sure. Keep talking about it, but let go of the WW aspect of your page and truly allow your page to become what you want it to be without that fear of like, oh my God, I started as WW. So like, I can't ever let go of it because that's why people are here. Because if you're not really there for WW, 
then those people are interacting with you anyways. If you're yeah. constantly sharing your grocery hauls and your meals of the day and whatever, and you're super into WW still, then yes, you will probably have high engagement. But if you're trying to be a mommy blogger and still convince people you're on WW just because you're scared of like losing those followers or whatever, it's like, you're not, you're missing, you're missing the engagement. You're missing like, who's there? Is it the mommy bloggers or is it the WW? Is it the makeup bloggers or is it whatever? So anyways, that was just my um, advice that I felt was helpful. And I don't have a, a lot of time to think about it every day. Unfortunately, like if I did, I think I would have, would be putting more effort into it. But I do think she had like really valuable advice and take, take what you can or want from it and do what you can or want from it. But it makes sense at the same time. Yeah, I agree. So. Well, thanks for sharing all of that. You're welcome. And I think before we close out, I mean, we said in the beginning that we were going to talk a little bit of love is blind. So we have to at least touch on it a little bit before we wrap. Um, three new episodes came out this week. Um, are you loving it? Are you so glad that you finally I... gave in to the love is blind hype? I feel so bad that I judged it. Like I freaking love this show. Like I couldn't wait to get home this weekend and binge these three episodes. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> I was stoked. And it's, it's just such an easy binge. Like I literally, so I want, I I'm literally getting my pedicure. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring my AirPods and I'm going to watch the first episode while I'm getting my pedicure. So I literally <laughs> watched it on my phone and then I like went home and immediately like pounded out the next two episodes. Cause I was just like, <laughs> gotta watch them all. Um, so bad. So we have, well, we went from five couples to four couples back to five couples. Yeah. So this is your time. You guys fast forward a little bit if you don't want the spoilers, but if you don't care or if you do want spoilers or you're caught up, this is the time. Um, So let's just go through each couple, say where our current thoughts are with them and who of the two will be saying I do and or if we both think they'll be good to go. Okay. All right. So first couple, Tiffany and Brett. Love them. Yeah. They're easy. There's like, everything just feels right with them. I don't see red flags. I think like, there's always the golden couple. I feel like every season and they're kind of at like, I think we got a good connection and I they're think de- and the solid. part, the part in like one of the mo- more recent episodes where they were like touring his apartment basically. And she was like looking at closet space and stuff. And she's like, my God, like, where am I? Like, so many of the things yeah. just like reminded me of like how I felt moving into Jordan's place. Like, oh my God, where's it? Where am I going to put my stuff? But when he said to her, he's like, he's like, if you like it here, like, we can just get a two bedroom or something. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's so freaking cute. Love, love, love them. Yeah, I agree. I, unless something comes up in the next few episodes before the weddings, like, I don't see how both of them wouldn't be saying I do. I agree. Um, next couple, Micah and Paul, um, love Paul's mom. Yes. She's so cute. (laughs) She came in with her hat and her sunglasses. She was like, I'm coming to, to Seattle and I'm going to be on TV. (laughs) It was her moment. It was her moment. She was like (laughs) ready for her TV spot. And, um, I, I don't know if they will both. Well, did you see in the preview? I think it was Micah and Paul where it was like, and she was like, I want, she basically said, I want you to go first. Yes. And I'm like, why? Because I don't think she wants to get embarrassed. I think she wants him to make the, she'll basically go with like, if he says I do, then Mm -hmm. she will. And then she doesn't want to be made a fool where she says I do. And then he says, I don't. And then 
See, like, okay, so I Which actually I can like, see. I like each one of them individually. I do think Micah is young and has a little bit of a mean girl in her, but you can grow out of that mean girl phase. Not uh, as mean girl as her friend. I did not that's like That's true. Friend. Oh my God. And that was like, I saw a meme um today, actually, I think, or yesterday, where it was like the difference between like your friends or whatever. And it was like Micah's friends and then Tiffany's friends. Like yes. Tiffany's friends are crying about how much they love her at dinner. So happy for I them. I think her, uh, yes. And Micah's best friend is just like a raging bitch. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so true. Like the people you hang out with, like shape you so much, you know? And then based somebody, I think, cause you sent me that, um, that meme. And then another one had said that basically Micah's friend was, um, uh, what was her name? The one that- Oh my God, I'm blanking. Ivana, uh, Irina. Irina, basically Irina in a blonde wig or something like that. I was like, (laughs) it's so true. It does, it looks just like her. But um, I'm torn on them. Like, part of me really wants them to work. I think he's so sweet and he can like ground her a lot, which she even said herself. And I think she would just be like so fun for him too. But I don't know if like their lifestyles and everything like make sense. And, like, I want I it to. I just don't think it's going to. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I could see, well, especially I could see Paul possibly not saying I do. Yeah. I think if he says I do, she'll say I do. Ugh. Or I, I'm going to be so pissed if he says I do and she doesn't. And I also think that next week after we watch three more episodes, we should like do this again and see if our, yes. see if Where are we at our opinions have changed. <laughs> um, next we have Jackie and Marshall. Okay. This is my, I don't love them. I don't love either of them. So I like, I actually like, I liked Marshall a lot up until like the last episode or two because Jackie is like a mess. She's just like she has no business dating anyone. Girl, she needs to work she, on herself. She needs uh to do a lot of work on herself. She is in no place to be in None. this love is blind position. I'm like, I feel like they need a therapist when they're doing like these casting calls to like come in and be like, hey, like I know she'd make great TV, but like you're really gonna fuck with this girl if you put her yeah. like she because I seriously feel like she has no business mentally being on the show and I really liked him and for a while I was like he like loves her so much that like he's gonna show her it's gonna be one of the stories of like showing her love like she's never been loved but he's gonna show her loved like yeah. kind of love kind of vibe and then when he called her when a he told project? her like I, yes like I Ugh. see you as a project I was like oh my god I do what? feel like he missed spoke a little bit I'm trying not to fully like it was really bad and I definitely cringed I was like oh I don't know if he truly feels that way or not if he just wasn't putting it into words properly because they still like him but that was really bad when he said that and I'm just like everything about them just feels toxic already like here he is like cooking her breakfast and doing all these kind things and giving her space when she needs it and showing her like giving her reassurance that he loves her and stuff and she's basically telling him like you need to like hit me in bed and like do all this like she hasn't done like really anything for him yeah she's she doesn't she hasn't well he's like I feel like put in a lot of work I don't feel like she's done anything besides like belittle him and tell him what he's doing wrong when he's doing tons of like amazing things and I on it I think the reason I have the biggest problem with him is I'm like no man in their right mind 
would come on a TV show, meet somebody for like a couple weeks and then actually want to stay with her. So to me, he's doing it for, to be on the show, just to be on the show. Eh, I don't get that vibe from him. How do you like, how, like, what does he see in her that he wants to, I just don't We only see such a small glimpse. Who knows? So do you think, do you think they're going to say I do? No. Yeah, I don't either. I'd be shocked. Um, and where we went from five couples to four and now to five again because freaking Zach and Bliss are engaged. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I feel bad for her because she's going to have serious like trust and just trust issues in that relationship. Like I think that's going to be their biggest issue is trust. He drives me crazy. Like when he went out to dinner with Paul and just steamrolled the conversation and didn't let Paul get a word in. It was just like him talking the whole time. I was I like, I didn't think I realized that. Yeah, this guy needs to shut up. Like he he bugs me. Yeah, I um I definitely like him more than I did when he was with Irina or whatever her name is. Um her word her name isn't even worth remembering. <laughs> um but it's yeah. He's just, he's an awkward guy. I think he's just a super awkward guy. And he just, that awkwardness comes out with him not being able to shut up. And yeah. I don't know. Good luck, Bliss. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he'll say I do. I don't know about Bliss yet. Because I do know she's been having her reservations. Yeah. But I feel like, is she having her reservations because she knows she should be coming off that way on TV? So she doesn't look like a total idiot or is she actually having these reservations? I don't know. I think, I think we might not be fully done with Irina or whatever her name is too. Like I can see her like the villain, like coming back in somehow. Well, she even said she was like, and maybe in a few weeks I'll miss him and I'll realize I made a big mistake or something like that. And I was like, yeah, see, I don't think that. I I don't think that's like fully done though. Yeah, because I'm sure there's gonna be another party. There always is like another party or something, and I bet she'll show up or something. Like that idiot who showed up to the party this last week. Um, yes, the one that was trying to get Jackie back. He's he was drunk. I know. And acting an idiot. I know. Um, Chelsea and Kwame. Oh, Chelsea and Kwame. Ugh. I hate it. Honestly, I think Kwame is like a slimy just slime ball i think if um micah gave him the time of day if she broke up with paul he'd be all over her if if she came on to him he'd be all over her i think he has no loyalty to chelsea when it comes to micah for anybody else yes but if micah comes in the picture and something were to like spark with them like he would dump chelsea in a heartbeat for her i could see that um yeah i don't know i um I don't love Chelsea. I don't know why, because she doesn't do anything really that I don't like, like, but Kwame, I agree. I just, I just don't get trustworthy vibes from him at all. I did in the beginning. I really liked him in the beginning, the first couple episodes. And then like after the pool party in Mexico, I was just like, "Mm, I don't know, Kwame. So yeah, don't, don't get good vibes from him. I think the reason I like Chelsea, because she bugged me in the beginning too, but um, the episode where she was showing him her apartment and it was like super pink and she was talking about how yeah. like 
in her old relationship like he wanted things a certain way and how she went like complete polar opposite and was like pink just everywhere yeah I was like that was so me after my divorce like uh-huh. my whole bedroom just this pink everything everywhere yeah. and I was like I feel like I her and I like had a little connection there of like being on the same page about ending a relationship and just wanting to like do whatever the hell you want and not have anybody else like have a say in it yeah. uh, after a breakup. So I feel like I like her. Um, So I think it's safe to say our favorite couple couples, Tiffany and Brett. hundred percent. And your least favorite is Marshall and Jackie. Yeah. I think that same. And like I said, I think also Chelsea and Kwame, but I think that's like kind of just because I don't want Chelsea to marry him because I don't like it's kind of one of those things okay well we didn't even say so I think Chelsea would say I do I don't know if Kwame will I agree I think Chelsea would I think Kwame would not yeah um so I did look it up before we recorded so we do get three more episodes this week yeah we'll get three more and then the following which is so I think the first two seasons were like 10 episodes and then the last season was 11 and I think this one's like 12 oh wow so I think, so we get three more this week and then it showed next week is the finale. And then I saw something announced yesterday that they're doing a live reunion, which oh. they've never done before. Um, so I don't know if that will be paired with the finale or if then we'll have to wait another week. So the finale is only one episode though. And that's usually a little bit of a longer episode and that's all the weddings. Okay. And, then, and then we'll have to see about the reunion. Maybe nice. we'll try to watch the reunion together or something. Yes, that would be so much fun. But always the wedding and reunion are always fun. <laughs> um, but with that, uh, let's do some Bed Wed Dead real quick. Let's do it. We'll try to get through this quick. We know we've given you guys a pretty long episode this week. So this week's edition is the meal edition submitted a request by one of our listeners. So breakfast, lunch and dinner. What do you got? Who are you going to bed with? Breakfast same I mean thought process I am I think it was very I mean it'll be easier for me to explain it once I say all of my three but breakfast it's just like we got brunch we have a good time like it's not to do it all the time exactly it's something I love I love a good breakfast like do not get me wrong it honestly is one of my favorite meals but um it's not something I need the commitment from every day same also you can have breakfast in bed and that just sounds very yeah give me that good one night stand once in a while and (laughs) i'll be satisfied amen wed who are you you gonna marry dinner same i mean we've we've started to write our like notes out on the side so that like hopefully like we don't have the same choices for things and we still do yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so for dinner i i mean it's definitely, while I love breakfast, it's dinner. You have like so much variety yep. compared to breakfast and um, you can go out, you can go, oh my God, my f- computer's just freaking out. I hope it doesn't kick me off. Oh no. Um, so I just, I don't know. I just felt like dinner was the obvious answer. I agree. Like I'm never not going to have dinner ever. It's like the meal I look forward to the most. I love coming home from work and knowing like, I don't just have to eat like meal prepped food like I'm actually gonna cook a meal or I can go to dinner with friends or we can go on a date night for dinner or whatever like 
I know my yeah. parents and like, I feel like this is an old people thing. Like my mom sometimes is like, I don't even really eat dinner. I'm not even hungry for dinner. I'm like, what? Like, I'm always I don't even hungry understand. for dinner. <laughs> yes. Like I love dinner so much. Like I could never, ever, ever not have dinner in my life and I'm marrying dinner. So yeah. Amen. And then I guess dead, we're both killing off lunch. Not Absolutely. Necessary. Yeah. No, I mean, if I have breakfast half the time, I don't have lunch. Like yeah. If we go out to breakfast or brunch, like, I don't need you lunch. Like, I'll like have an early dinner if I get hungry. Lunch is not unique enough. Like, breakfast, no. eggs, pancakes, the sweet stuff, the the gravy, all of that. And then dinner is just, like, so polar opposite. And lunch is, like, trying to be a little bit of both. And I'm Any, like, Anything lunch can do, dinner can do better. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is poop tea. So <laughs> you and your damn poop tea. Um, if you guys follow me, you know I've been talking about this for a while now. Um, so I bought this tea. My my ex roommate Katie told me about it. It's called, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's called Penalim or Penalim tea. And I buy it on Amazon. It's like a 30 pack box of tea for $11.99. It's all natural. Like it's no, they don't advertise as like a, a weight loss tea or anything. But ultimately like what's in it is like a detox colon cleansing tea, like kind of designed to like remove excess, excess toxins in your body, keep your bowel movements regular <laughs> and cleanse your digestive system. So what I found it helps with and what I do is I take it on a Thursday night. So I work at home on Fridays. And so I take it like around eight o'clock on a Thursday night. I drink my tea, like while we're watching TV or whatever, I sleep all throughout the night. It does not kick in for my body until I'm up and moving the next day. Uh, so that's, so you've never had it like never. with you. Okay. Never. And so the next day, once I get up and moving, my body's like, oh, you got to go. And then like for the like three hours in the morning or whatever, I'm kind of like back and forth three or four times from the bathroom. But I'm like, it cleanses you like so good. I'm like, this has to be good for you. Like it has to be good that it's getting this out of your body. I don't know if it's good for you or not. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, it can't We're not, not doctors. Don't listen to her, you guys. I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> it can't, it can't not like this, this is coming out of me. Like this has to be a good thing. Um, um Why'd you pick Thursday and not like Sunday night? So I wanted to do it on a day where I was working from home. Oh, okay. In the morning. So I, was say, I, I don't want to like be at work. You'd want to like, do after the weekend. Yes. And I just feel like Thursday, so Katie, my ex-roommate actually told me that she does it Thursday. She's like, I like doing it because it just like, I feel like it's kind of like a cleanse. It helps me feel less bloated going into a a weekend. Like she was like newly dating at the time that she told me and she was like, you know, so you want to like be on your best for your new boyfriend or whatever. So she was like, it helps me like with bloating and stuff. And it really does. Like it definitely helps with bloating. Um, It's like a light pineapple flavor it's not like super 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 flavorful but you can definitely tell it's a pineapple yeah. flavor don't add anything to it obviously like doesn't need honey doesn't need sugar um I freaking love it I don't take it like it's not like I'm advertising this as a weight loss tea neither are they I don't think um but for me like a once a week thing to just help me like cleanse like out or whatever. yeah I freaking love it. Like I, I definitely, this is part of my weekly routine once a week on Thursday nights, you know where to find me. Oh, it's the shitter. Me, just me and the poop. 
every Thursday. <laughs> um, Laura, flavor of the week. All right. I'm sorry, you guys. It's another Trader Joe's project. I can't help it. We love it. Um, so on Instagram, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't even know. I had ran out of my hair mask. I'd used the last of it. So I was like, hey, guys, I want to buy a new hair mask. I don't want to spend more than 20-ish dollars. Send me all your recs. Um, I got like, I didn't get as many recs as I expected, but I got like 20 or so. And I would say 15 of them were like $30 masks or more. And five people suggested the Trader Joe's hair mask. So I was like, you know what? It's worth a shot spending the $4 on the hair mask before I jump up to the expensive hair mask. So I look, so I went to Trader Joe's. I bought it. It's the Trader Joe's Shea Butter and coconut oil hair mask. $3.99 for a bottle. Smells amazing. Oh my God. I've used it now because I usually hair mask once a week. So I've used it two or three times, probably twice. And I love it. Like my hair feels amazing afterwards. And I don't, because some hair masks can feel heavy. Exactly. Some hair masks can make me feel like like kind of heavy or have like a little bit of residue left behind. Like I don't love every hair mask I've ever used. Zero complaints. So for $3.99, I think totally worth it. Give it a shot. And I don't think it's a seasonal item. I hope not. Somebody tell me if it is so that I can, I mean, it's a, all of them. people. So maybe they change the smells or something, but it does smell amazing. Like my hair smelled so good after. I'm going to need to so. give it a shot. Yeah. And you have a quote for us, Steph. I do. This one is from the.satva.life Instagram account. And it's watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Wow. That's deep. That was very deep. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you all for listening to this week's episode. And if you have a moment... Rate, review, subscribe, all the good stuff. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. We will be waiting for y'all next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.